Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on TMS, the weens of his combatants. Medical grade Germans, yeah. Shoving raffle off, shoving raffled off infants into my face. Vanilla extract anal beaver. Get me Lego. Lego of Spider-Man. Your Tenku is showing. I don't like tasting pee. I should probably get stitches, but super glue is right here. Eggs come out of the cletus. Prove that mask is not your face. You can't. Like Shang-Chi, but noodles instead of chi. Little keepsake of a dumb animal. The nervous squirt of a squid. Perusing colorful Max from afar. Avoiding injuries with Bill. Major Modoc and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It works wonders when the family gathers at Grandma's for one of those special Sunday dinners. And if you get a headache later on... That's when Bayer works wonders. And that's why clothing is a big deal, because the angels are watching. This is the morning stream, and I have some real concerns. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for Monday, May 24th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Divitt. Hi, Brian. Hello. Last week of May, the final week of the month. Okay, I know we say it every time. I really mean yeah. it this time. <laughs> this, May, time I, this time I'm serious. May this was month. so fast. It was too It was too fast. It's too fast. Uh yeah, I think to some degree, yeah, right. I mean, there was a lot of anticipation for for a lot of things for me for May. Yeah. Um, so you were probably you were chomping at the bit on a few things. I think for me, it was like I have been nonstop making art for that Kickstarter. Yeah, for the Rock Runners, and sure. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired, and so even though I got like four days off uh, over the weekend, it was mm-hmm. still just like bah, 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 bah. okay. And then four days, mm-hmm. nice, 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 and then I come mm-hmm. back today and I go. It's the 24th? Really? Yeah, right, right. Freaking real? Anyway, uh, it's all going good, and uh, we're back. Brian went to Vegas. I went to uh, Midway, which is this lovely little town uh, just northeast of uh, Park City, Utah. Uh, We like to go there sometimes. They have these big cheese festivals and... A lot, of, a lot of cows out there. Super chill place. Is there a festival going on this? I think we've driven through Midway like when we drive from... Uh, Colorado to Utah because yeah, right before you do the top one right you come up around 
uh, yes. Wyoming yes. and then down, right? I think. And we see all these farms, and it's like, wow, you know, this is uh, you, know, you go from all the the rocks and plateaus and and things like that into a very lush green valley, and uh, then yeah. you hit Park City. Yeah. So Midway is that lush green valley. Yeah, Midway, uh, maybe part of Heber. You probably pass through, which is kind of right next yes. to Midway. They're kind of adjacent to each other, but. They're, uh, they're these nice little towns. What I didn't know about them, I've been there a million times. I don't know why I didn't know this. But there are these prehistoric hot spring craters, craters everywhere. So hmm. like, okay. just like that farmland you're talking about, you'd be like, oh, here's a yeah. guy's house and his nice farm, his big ranch and a bunch of cattle. And then out of the ground, like this big video gamey looking prehistoric hole. <laughs> It's like full of hot water. Is there steam coming out of it, like uh, Wiley Coyote kind of thing? Yeah, like there's full on hot water bubbling up out from underneath it. There's one of them that's so big that they do like uh, 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 scuba uh, certifications in there and stuff. Oh wow, okay, that big, that big, yeah. And some are small, like the one near our bed and breakfast thing that we stayed in was just a little one. I went out and took a a video of it, and there was a nice water bottle in there because humans are gross. Uh, But anyway. It was just like uh, this crazy thing I didn't know about. It was like finding out you got like tar pits or freaking dinosaur bones under your house or something. It was crazy. Right, right. And everyone else knew. I just was dumb and didn't know. But that was cool. And ours was so chill, dude. There's no way any of this is a good story. I'm gonna make a couple. <laughs> I'm gonna make a couple of recommendations. If you're out that way, go to the OG Cafe. Really nice hipstery joint. Great food. Very very nice people. Uh, if you want to see a, a drugged up, um, possibly homeless man with a shirt off, walk into the back kitchen of a Red Rock and go to Red Rock. <laughs> okay. So that was cool. And then also I went looking for Post Malone's house because he has a big place uh, in right. Deer Valley up near Park City. And I thought, yeah, well, I want to see where this dude lives. People <laughs> people have sightings of him at the, at the local Walmart all the time. He's always over there buying like Band-Aids or whatever. I don't know what he's buying. I have no idea. Um, but he's always being seen. But I don't know if anyone's actually seen his his palatial monster house he has up on the hill or on the mountain. And so we went hunting up there, but Brian, all we came away with was like dozens of other houses that weren't his mm-hmm. that were between 12 million and $35 million. These homes. Jeez. Jeez. That's insane. It was insane. Yeah. My gosh, I've never seen so much house in my life, but we never did see post Malone's house. That's kind of the most of it. It was fine. We had a nice time. You know what? That's good, right? That means you had an uneventful... I mean, that means you had a relaxing... Yeah. Un... uh, Uneventful... I mean, I don't want to say uneventful because it sounds like it wasn't a good time, but it was a good time. It was a great time. It was just a lot of quiet time and the beautiful sun out first day, rain the second day, but that was fine because we kind of cozied up, made our own food, barbecued. Like, it was just nice hanging out with Kim, having having some, you know, me and her time. And that was all good, except when on our way home, I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to swing by the mall location of the Apple Store so I can see these iMacs up close. I just want to see what they look oh. like. I haven't seen yeah, one. Yeah, the new iMacs, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I just want to see. Just want to see. Not buying one, just want to want to see. So right, I go in right. there, and they got this crazy outdoor uh, thing. Yeah, I haven't been to yeah, an Apple Store. Rope. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been there since all this pandemic business. Uh-huh. Oh, have you, did you not make an appointment to browse the Apple Store, Scott? Yeah, I didn't know. So I got there and the guy's like, uh, yeah, the only way this works is you call ahead or you wane around and then one of us can walk you through and you can't really touch anything. And, and I went, 
yeah, I'm just going to go to get an Orange Julius or something. <laughs> I could see them from afar. They looked very colorful right. and nice, and that was right. all I needed, and I got out of there. So, it Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I had to make an appointment just to get a new uh, band for my watch, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. just to... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like, I just want a new band. Well, for a place that's so normally so touchy-feely, right? Like, that's yeah, that store is yeah. all about hands-on. Right. And I and never so they really need thought to, about it. It's crazy how they have to And they need to wipe everything down between people. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they just don't want, like, really big clusters. I will say this. That mall was full of, like, like masked, not masked, weird looks at each other. Like, no one's sure what to do. Nobody, Nobody's yeah. sure if yeah. it's cool or not cool or who's vaccinated or not or if you're not if you're you know how are you going to know anyway you can't tell someone you know someone's not going to walk up and go show me your card it's not going to happen like that so right it right. just was there's weird. there's no way yeah exactly. it was just weird i assume I was, it was really weird where you were is my guess but it was weird where we were but it was weird uh, it surprised us um we stayed at mandalay bay um yeah. and easily two-thirds maybe even three-fourths of the people in mandalay bay still wearing a mask not not just employees obviously employees all were but um patrons uh people Mm. walking through the casino still all wearing their masks there was usually like a an age gap we could tell some people who were way older than 12 but way younger than like you know younger than 30 deciding nah bro i'm not wearing a mask bro yeah it's my first trip to um, vegas man i'm not gonna do that but uh, but uh, Mandalay Bay mostly mostly masked up, very very much masked up. We did make a uh, a stop on Fremont Street. We did basically half a half a block mm. <laughs> of Fremont Street just to see because mm. we were all really uh, curious. Yeah, and maybe five percent of people on Fremont Street wearing masks. Yeah, I was going to assume the further the further north you go, probably they'll yeah. they'd thinned out <laughs> like the masks yeah. would thin out as you go. Whereas Mandalay, exactly. way on the other side, Mandalay's still like I don't know. That's Plus, still civilization over you know, there. Yeah, and it's a um, it's a I mean it's a, it's an upscale. I think if you went to Excalibur, a circuit circuit uh, circuit circuit yeah, yeah circus circus, you'd probably get fewer masks just because. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I think the clientele. Well, circus circus uh, was already a place I could go get a thing and die from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was pre-COVID. It was, uh, it's you, just... you want to wear a mask anyway to Circus Circus. <laughs> right. But, uh, that was already mandatory if you knew what you were doing. But uh... Excalibur is the closest thing to Fremont Street on the Strip. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not the closest to Fremont Street, it's the closest thing. You're probably right. But yeah. um, so we, so uh, you quick uh, little story. And I asked Tina if I could tell this story and she's fine with it. Oh, so, good. Good. Uh, Get to the airport Friday, or I'm sorry, Thursday night, and um, you know Spirit is uh, had already delayed our flight for 40, 45 days in advance. They already told us our flight was leaving three hours later. <laughs> nice, thank you, Spirit. Yeah, thanks. And um, so we got there, and it was it was fairly, you know, it was like uh, six o'clock in the evening. So the airport on a Thursday night, six o'clock in the evening, already pretty dead. Yeah, we go right up to TSA pre-check. We still have TSA pre-check from all the flying we did back in 2017, 18, yeah. and um, uh, I go up first. I give the guy my ticket, my driver's license. The guy before you go through the the metal detector and all that stuff, yeah, is the guy who makes sure that you're sp- you're in the right line and all that. Sure. So I give him my ticket, my driver's license. He looks. He puts the ticket on his little scanner thing. It beeps. He looks at my driver's license. Looks at me. Says, "Move your mask." So I pull my mask down. Yeah. 
He's like, okay. I put my mask back up and take the thing. By the way, airports and airplanes still oh, yeah. 100% mask. You have to be masked. Yeah, they, they get to pick the rules. They Whatever the mandate they the is, rules. they get to decide. Right. Sure. Exactly. So I start going up there and uh, uh, taking my, my you know bag and putting it on the roller. Meanwhile, Tina steps up, takes her ticket, takes her driver's license, scans her ticket, looks at her driver's, driver's license, looks at her, and then says, yeah, could you move your mask? And Tina says, what? Says, move your mask? So she takes and she pinches the nose and pulls it forward away from her face. <laughs> Maybe maybe a half an inch and then lets it go. Like like as if basically he's asking her, Can you prove that that mask is not your face? That's like when my sister was asked how she likes her eggs and she said cooked. Yes. yes. Uh, that's so good. Tina, so, that's amazing. Uh, Holy So God. then he says, No, pull your mask down so I can see your face. She's like, Oh, and she does it. And so then she tells me the story, and I'm like well, he was looking at your license and then looking at you. What did you think he was asking? <laughs> ah, that's my favorite thing I've heard all week. That's really uh, great. It's, it, it's such a crack up. So oh, uh, got into town. Mitsula was really cool. Picked us up from the airport, even though we were getting in late and we weren't going to have any time to really hang out with him. He works. Basically, he got off work um, five minutes before our plane landed. And his path to get home is basically it takes him right by the airport, Mandalay Bay, and and then to his house. So he's like, oh, no worries. I'll just pick you guys up, save you guys some tax money. Ubers and lifts are ridiculous right now. You can't get one, yeah. which is true. Mm-hmm. Those were it was freaking mayhem trying to get um lifts and, and uh Ubers. Oh my god. Yeah, they're having a hard time getting people back to getting people that. back. Yeah, exactly. So he took us, uh, dropped us off at Mandalay. We hung out with him for a minute, and then and then said, "All right, we'll see you tomorrow." Um, so we got to hang out with him. Then we uh, we met the next Call day. Call it a Mitzuber. That's the new name for Mitzula. Mitzuber. Mitzuber. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Lift, lift Zula. Lift Zula. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the next morning, uh, Tina grabbed some breakfast, and then. Uh, uh, later, Mitsula met us to take us to lunch, and he knows this incredible noodle place off Strip. Um, oh, this is the videos you were saying. This is maybe. the video I sent, yeah. yeah. And this is like a hand-pulled noodle, you know, Asian noodle place called Shang Noodle. Like Shang-Chi, but without the chi, right. with the noodle. Yeah, and the martial arts experience, sure. And the and the martial arts, exactly. Yeah. And um, we got a seat at the bar, so we're right in front watching this guy make our noodles. And it's, you know, basically starts off with one piece of, of dough, of, of pasta dough or whatever. Stretches it. Oh, you're playing the video? Cool. Yeah, I'm going to show this then to the chat. Then folds that in half, stretches that, folds that in half, stretches that. You know, obviously every time, doubling the number of noodles. And then once he gets to about, I don't know, we're thinking maybe either 128 or 256 noodles. Not exactly sure, but they're little tiny thin noodles now. He chops off the ends yeah. and tosses them into a wok, and they heat up, and they're like served to you immediately. Like it is. That sounds amazing. It is that fresh, and we had some of this um, uh, like this. Uh, I had a beef, uh, Shang beef noodle soup, and it. I took a picture of it and sent that to you as well. And that thing was 
as good as it looked. Like yeah, it was it looks, so so good. It looks really good. What's the big veggie in there? What's that big fat freaking? It's a bok choy. Oh, okay. My wife it's a asked. Big old bok choy. She, I was surprised yeah. she didn't know. She asked and she's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "I'm not totally oh, sure." Oh, really? Yeah, wow. But she's usually pretty good at spotting that stuff. But I yeah, look at this so, guy. Yeah. This guy so, knows how to work a noodle. Good lord, look at this. Yeah, yeah. And then they also do knife cut noodles. So he has this block of. Of of dough, yeah. and he just stands next to the wok and goes shoom 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 with a knife, and it's like is it, it looks like uh, when you got a potato peeler and you're like peeling above the trash can, yeah. and little noodles are just flying off this thing into the <laughs> into the wok to uh, uh, to cook. That's awesome. That's very so, cool. I'm jealous of this food right now. Oh, so some. good. Uh, we then uh, went back to the hotel um, and then took a taxi to area 15 which is this new entertainment area in vegas and this is going to have to be a tms vegas um experience permanent installation or is it a a permanent permanent installation and it's basically like um it's a place where you've got multiple I don't want to say experiences because it sounds like yeah you got multiple experiences there but you've got one big um, uh, area that's put together by the the Meow Wolf team, so it's an art installation, oh, but man. it's a it's a walkthrough. It's interactive, and there's even a game component that takes you through a story. That's Ooh. really really good. That's cool. Um, we were there in that thing for maybe three hours, three and a half hours. Didn't finish the game because we had a we had a reservation to get to at Circus, so we'll go back there and, and finish it up sometime. And you can pick up and 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 continue at any time because you get a card that you uh, take around and you tap things in the uh, in this place. It's called Omega Mart, and I think I, I think I sent you a couple grocery items that we found at Omega Mart. Oh yeah, there's uh, let me let me share these. Simply names Spiders uh, cereal. Yeah, Simply <laughs> Spiders, which is fantastic, and also uh, yep. Rumored Associates. Rumored associate cereal. Yeah. Yes. And is that um what's his name on there? Um uh, I was thinking it was Todd and Aaron. <laughs> oh, I think that's the guy that sings these famous Vegas guy. Uh uh had a lot of work done, was on one of the I don't on, think it's Wayne Newton. Wayne is that what Newton. you're thinking? That's who I'm thinking no, of. I've, no, I don't think it's Wayne Newton. Okay, so that's just some dude. Wayne Newton has black hair and 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 is stretched has his face stretched out. This guy this guy actually has wrinkles. Oh, that's true yeah all right i may they kind of look like that couple that had the the guns out in that famous photo a couple of years ago oh, kind of yeah, the, yeah. right <laughs> the blm march was in front of their house yeah so uh anyway there's a lot of other places there there's a rocket fizz store there's a um there's a cool op art lava lampy kind of toy store there there's a couple other interactive museums some um some VR glasses kind of things. There's a there's a VR flying thing where you're actually on a um on a thing that that stretches your that pits your arms out yeah. and your legs. So you're basically laying down on your stomach on this thing with a fan blowing in your face. You're wearing a VR headset and you're 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 having the experience of uh, flying. You're wearing VR headsets. That's the thing, right? That's where that's where I was like, "Yep, not for me, thanks." I'll uh, <laughs> skip that part. A little too, part. little too soon for me to do that one. And we really didn't do anything else in there. But there's a restaurant, a couple bars. I mean, this looks, this place would be a perfect TMS um, 
uh, hangout, TMS Vegas hangout. I'll tell you the freakiest thing in the stuff you sent me mm-hmm. is this photo or this video rather of mm-hmm. you and Tina. Oh yeah, staring at the camera with what looks like a generator from Star Wars behind you, and you're not <laughs> moving at all. No, it took so uh, basically I did live photo. T- took about ten. 10 photos using live photo where we just stayed as completely still as we could. And I tried not to move the camera when I hit the button so that it wouldn't, it wouldn't move. I put one up as a GIF on um, Facebook this morning, but I need to look at the other. I need to look at all 10 of them and see which one is the best as far as not moving. There's one one where Tina blinks yeah, (laughs) and it's like, it's really freaky because it's like, it's right when the video ends. And so her, she blinks but her eye then fades in <laughs> instead of her eye opening back up well what's weird about this one is this isn't even a live photo you sent me like an actual video video oh no it should be live photo no it's an mov i got like a oh really full motion oh. yeah full motion video i wonder you... if it converted it because it because i only took them as live photos i didn't do is it that they're stitched together or something it's on a loop. Like it's a It's weird. It's only a 2 second loop or 3 second loop. Okay, maybe they just maybe that's just the format they give you. Cuz normally live photos I got to click them to make a move, but this one's just always moving. Oh, yeah, no, once you take a live photo, if when you're looking at it in your gallery, if you swipe up, you can turn it into a looping gif or a bounce gif. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, makes it that makes it so cool cuz then you're like, "Oh, I really want to see what this looks like looped." That is a that is the thing is it's actually creeping me out. <laughs> the video are you putting on? Yeah, screen? it's just showing the chat. It's yeah. like I don't know something very spooky about it. I can't put my yeah. finger on it. It's good though. It might yeah, be Claire, Tina. I, I converted to a GIF. I actually uploaded it to Giphy. You can upload live photos to Giphy and have them turned into GIFs. Right. And um, I've and done that before can, manually, but I've never. I didn't know it just did it. So that's cool. It just did it. Yeah, it's really cool. James and Svet are doing well. You got to see them. That's cool. I did. They are. They're doing great. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Svet, uh, Svet's mom passed away during COVID because of COVID yeah. just a, a couple weeks ago. And so that obviously that's, you know, that's, um, something that she's still, she's having to deal with the, um, the aftermath of that, you know, the getting her remains back to Bulgaria, things like that. So she can be buried back at home and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. But we, um, the, the four of us, Tina, me, James, and Svet, went up to Circa, the brand new hotel downtown. This is this is right across the street from the plaza. Oh, no way. And it's the, like it changes the whole look. You, you're, you're, we actually went to the plaza, too, just to say, ah, oh, you know, TMS Vegas, how much we miss it. Had some drinks in Oscar's Steakhouse. But then you come out of the plaza, and there's this boom, brand new hotel. And and Circa is um, strip quality hotel downtown they really haven't had another hotel that doesn't feel like it's downtown yeah another resort downtown that doesn't feel like you're downtown this one actually feels like you're what did they tear what did they tear out to stick it in there do you know because they had to tear something out right or they didn't i can't remember what was on that corner um mitsula probably will be able to tell us but uh there was something else on that corner and uh, this thing is the tallest thing now downtown and we went up to the legacy club which is a uh, bar at the very top um you have to get reservations uh but then they've got an outdoor seating area and, and uh sounds fancy oh it's fancy and then you've got this beautiful overlook of all of las vegas depending on which side you are you can see down the down the strips the stratosphere and then the rest of the strip behind it yeah. um 
Incredible. Uh, but the, the real highlight of Circa is a restaurant called Eight East. And it is an Asian restaurant that uh, if you go during happy hour, if you get there before 530 and you can jam in a whole mess of food orders, yeah. all their small plates are eight bucks. And their small plates are, you know, two, two of these small plates uh, easily feed a person. Wow. And that's pretty good. Of course, we, ate, we ordered like eight to ten small plates between the four of us but they have salt and they're they're the thing for me was these were these salt and pepper wings um chinese influenced salt and pepper wings that were crispy so freaking simple but take that tasted so so good oh that sounds good right now just the sound of that the description oh my God. of that. salt and pepper so amazing wings. Mm, pepper wings. Um, mm. Met up with uh, Shoujo and Danny the next morning for breakfast at uh, Monami Gabi in Paris. Yeah, which was lovely getting to hang out with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good good thing uh, you did. I hear that falls over in that new Zack Snyder movie. So you got to does you, it? You know. Yeah, well, it does in the opening credits. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. yeah. you better get in there quick before that falls. Uh, over. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday night, met up with uh, the Jen from America's Next Top Podcaster oh, and yeah, Diamond Club and Jen's Geek great. Grills and. She's, uh, she's living out there now, teaching. That's right. Teaching English? No. Teaching so, English. English. Exactly that's right. right. Yep. Yeah, I remember it was something like that. Well, and fantastic. we did kind of a a little bar hopping thing downtown. So we're not downtown, but the arts district. Oh, right. So, I love it over there. That's one of my favorite it's places. It's really cool. Yeah. You, there, and it's and it doesn't feel glitzy and, mm. and overproduced. I mean, you're, you're walking into like real bars and yeah. real restaurants and of course ended up at the uh cornish uh pasty for pasties like the uh like we had there in, in las vegas yeah like like the lord ago. meant you to you got to do that like deal. the lord meant us to yeah. exactly so so it sounds like you had wall-to-wall stuff just packed we did we really did and um uh and then sunday turned yesterday turned out to be just for tina and i which worked out perfectly we had not gotten any time in the pool because for some reason the 90 degree weather stopped the day we arrived in Vegas, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and started back up today, yeah. But um, I think uh, yesterday I, was, was about eighty. There was something. like a whole like not depression or whatever you call it in the entire West where everything got colder. Yeah, yeah everything weird. got cold. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But uh, we uh, yesterday was great. So we went and we hung out the pool for uh, a few hours. It was. Um, uh, it was it was exactly what we needed, and having it on the last day there, having this um, this day of relaxation right mm-hmm. before we got on a plane was like, oh, this is. I'm glad this is the last day of our trip instead of the first day, and then kind of, uh, then kind of scrambling to get to the airport and stuff. So yeah, you want that last bit, to, the last stretch to be nice and chill. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like that's what. But you guys it was got. really it was a good time, and it was it was uh, like I said for the most part. It, everything was still everybody was still messed up oh we went to the new pinball hall of fame oh yeah way. how'd that go they moved uh, it uh somewhere. they moved it they got a big spot now on the strip again right across from mandalay bay or mm. down down across from mandalay bay yeah. with a ginormous sign on the front that says pinball yeah. like you could ever miss this thing yeah and um uh things are more spaced apart they've got probably two and a half times the room they had on than they did on uh, tropicana avenue yeah same, and, same um, amount of uh, stuff, like same amount. Same of, amount of uh, machines, maybe more machines. I think actually, definitely more machines because it's it's like um, it didn't feel like things were two and a half times spaced apart. 
um, but everything's still in really good condition, playable. There's uh, stuff in the back that they're working on fixing and refurbishing, but um, I get to finally play the new uh, Avengers game. Yeah. Uh, which is incredible. Is it good? Played the new. Played it, it's great. It's a new pinball machine based on the Avengers. What? Who, yeah, how, I guess. Well, yeah, and I'm what, talking to you. you so. Exactly. It may as well have Modok on it or something. Uh, it may as well. Yes. Yeah, but great. and it probably does at some sort of bonus level thing. But uh, <laughs> that's um, cool. Yeah, that's that cool. was a blast. That uh, I'm glad those guys are doing well. They still have the weird foot thing. I can put a quarter in and have it vibrate my feet. Yep, you know, they, they have sure that do. <laughs> Minzula and I even talked about that. I did some pod racing in the little um, the pod the episode one video game. Yeah, they have joust um, there. No a joust machine. Oh, they absolutely have a joust machine. Oh. They have a joust machine. The video game right across the same aisle as the Waterworld pinball machine. And Mitzul and I were saying, "Wow, what would Scott play?" I know both is the answer. Both, <laughs> both, both, both is both. the answer. Yeah, yes. I'd play both, both. Well, uh, so anyway, well done. Great time. Fun trip. Sounds like. Oh, I yelled at a guy in the airplane. Oh, what was that about? So, uh, Tina, in, in the in the gate area, uh, before we got on the plane, we're standing next to this guy who's got the nose, you know, got the, the penis sticking out of his underwear, basically, the mask, right? His nose is sticking out of the top of his mask. Yeah. And, uh, um, and Tina's like, I'm probably going to end up sitting next to that guy. <laughs> sure enough, we get on the plane and he's in the aisle seat and we have the window in the, the middle seat. Yeah. And he still has the thing down on his nose or yeah. down off of his nose. Yeah. And Tina, when we sat down, Tina says, could you pull the mask up over your nose? And he's like, oh, oh yes. And he has a German accent. Not that that's important to the story or relevant, but he's like, oh yes, I can pull it up. It keeps falling down. So I like <laughs> I like this story better that he's German, if that's if that yeah, means exactly. anything. Yeah. And it's one of these, it's just your regular um, medical grade sure. uh, mask, not a fancy, you know, decorative mask. Sure. And uh, Tina says, could you pull that up over your nose? And he's like, oh, yes, sorry, it keeps falling down. It, it's just doing it automatically, sorry. Uh, but it, it's okay. It doesn't matter. I've had my shots. <laughs> and, and then I lean over and say, yeah. It matters. My wife is, uh, you know, immune compromised, so we'd like you to keep that on over your mouth and nose and mouth the entire flight. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you going at him, going at the German. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> and then he goes, so what did you have? And she goes, cancer. <laughs> and, then he goes, and he goes, no, I mean, which of the vaccines did you get? <laughs> <laughs> like Moderna. <laughs> was he mad because it wasn't Pfizer? Because he likes the Pfizer. Oh yeah, good point. He probably would have been really happy if we had had the Pfizer. The Pfizer's more efficient. He'd say with exactly. his nose sticking out. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you had a little confrontation. Everyone needs that. Yeah, once in a while. yeah. I needed it after the weekend. Like you know. Yeah. Just let it rip. Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, but all the casinos, I. I, I didn't mention this part all the casinos when you walk in have signs that say uh per the cdc's order fully vaccinated mask or fully vaccinated visitors don't need to wear masks by not wearing a mask you're certifying that you have had the vaccine mm. and um every casino had something like that on the entrance how do they enforce uh, that though they really can't they don't they can't yeah, yeah it's basically just like a it's it's the uh, clicking on the uh, the EULA at the beginning of a video game saying, I will not pirate this game, I promise. Yeah, that seems like it's not going to yeah. 
It's not going to happen very well. Uh, yeah. we, we noticed there were places that we would go where if the door said mass required, we'd still wear them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it said nothing, we'd go in mm-hmm. and kind of look around and see what's up. And if yep. people are wearing them, we'd wear them. And the third option was if just the staff were wearing them, then we would wear them mm-hmm. because that feels respectful. It if does, nobody yeah. was in there wearing them, like staff, nobody, nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever, mm-hmm. get the coffee and let's go. Like, you know, like yeah. I'm not, I don't care that much. So that's my, yeah. that's my gauge. Am I going to be there with other people? I would like to respect their uh, wishes. That's what I'll do. That's it. 100%. That's exactly the way we handled it. Like if we, you know, we would wear our masks into every place we walked into, mm-hmm. then kind of gauge and see, all right, how's it feeling here? Do we feel like, is everything kind of spaced apart? All right. Yeah. We'll take them off and sure. Be comfortable. Right, right, right. Um, speaking of being comfortable. Yeah. Here's some comfort. Take great comfort in announcing that we are having a Babel Royale today. It has a slightly different title. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but Brian Dunaway is joining us from South Carolina. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How hi. are you guys? You we're know, good. How are you? We're good. good. I missed you this weekend. Oh, oh missed we you missed too. you. We missed you horribly. Uh, I was no, using the uh, the you know the universal you. Yeah. You guys. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys. Yeah, we, missed, did you, we missed you guys too, Brian Dunaway. Did you watch a poopy movie just to just to be reminded what it's like while we were gone? I don't to, need to, I don't need you guys to watch poopy movies. I watch poopy movies every day of the week. That's true. That's kind of your usual thing. This week, oh, it's we like, should yeah, mention. Let's turn on something poopy. I'm we, bored. We should mention this week we're doing uh, something a little bit different. We haven't done this since uh, Star Wars Episode uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell mm-hmm. it was. What was it called? Uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, we did that 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 weekend, and the, the that was weird because we couldn't do clips or anything because it was just a theater right. thing. But um, we were watching that Army of the Dead business this week, and uh, that's on Netflix. And we're it's like fresh out of the shoot, and we're going to be doing it this Sunday, so or Saturday. So look forward to that, everybody. It's going to be yeah. great. Oh, I can't wait. Look forward to that. Uh, all right, we're going to play this game, Brian. You should explain this game. It's a little different today. Yes, so welcome to the first edition of The Morning Squirm. That's a Ooh. new title I just came up with, but it's, it's still work in progress. I'm right. not eating bull penises. Okay. Oh, well, all right. It's, uh, bringing Joe Rogan in here. You're going to be eating some bull penises. <laughs> uh, this is a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that Cliff Clavin would have offered up at the Cheers Bar. Scott okay. and Brian will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, the other player has a chance to steal. The first player to five points wins the prize for their contestant. And contestants are going to be pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. So if you're a member of the Tadpool and you saw on Facebook or Discord recently, um, I'm I'm uh, taking your name and your email address to give you a chance to win a prize because it seems unfair. And I'm that- selling it to uh, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. But uh, it seems unfair that that uh, our other games, you have to be here live to be able to mm. play. But uh, in today's nice. game, like uh, Dunaway, you're going to be playing for Sebastian in Montreal, Canada. Oh. And Scott is going to be playing for Tony in Cincinnati. And the winner... Ooh. The winner is going to get Through the Darkest of Times and American Fugitive on Steam. Great game. And our runner-up is going to get Wargroove. So even if... Uh, your player doesn't win, you still get a prize. There's no losers here. So hold on. There through no, the Darkest yeah. of Times and American... Those are two separate games. Yes, Through the Darkest of Times and American Fugitive for our winner. Got they get it. two games. Got it. 
Our runner-up gets. Oh, runner-up gets the one. Okay, I got it. Now. The one, yeah, they don't By get the way, as much. Because American Fusion winners. is awesome. Imagine uh, Grand Theft Auto, but in the country. It's great. It's really. Oh, good. really? Yeah. Okay. Love that Grand game. Grand Theft Tractor. Yeah, I liked it so much. I got it twice. I have it on Switch, and I have yeah, it. Yeah, you got You got You got to rob a, a peach farmer. It's awesome. Really? Yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> no, it's a great game. There are cars in it, but it's you know you're just you're out in the nowhere. It's not like you're the big city boy anymore. It's pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to let you guys call in the air. Uh, Brian, you get to call this in the air. I'm using the TMS Vegas challenge coin. As a matter oh, in of that fact. case, heads. Oh, yeah. You know there that. are heads. And there is, love the show, though, is tails. You call heads. It is heads. Oh, yes. Nice. Right there. Well done. Show the camera for, for safety. All right. So, Brian Dunaway, you get the first question. I was thinking about doing these as John Ratzenberger. Yeah, you know, it's a little known fact that... Uh, I think it would help me if you did. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, I'll do the first one. We'll just see how it goes. Because I didn't feel like I was going to do all four or all five so, uh, questions like that. <laughs> so, uh, Tinku, it's actually a uh, Bolivian festival where individuals... I'm not going to do this. A, beat the shit out wait, of Wait, wait, wait. What, what was the name okay, of it again? I'll you say, the question again. Did you say Tinko? Tinku, T-I-N-K-U, is a Bolivian festival where individuals, A, beat the shit out of each other for two or three (laughs) days straight, B, do everything without clothes for an entire week, C, are arrested if caught speaking any time, or D, headbutt each other to say hello. (laughs) A Bolivian festival named Tinku. If you had to give give me multiple choices, I would have said something stupid like, they throw tomatoes at each other there's another thing that happens <laughs> there, there. Is a thing, there's a thing in spain where yeah, they there do is that. yeah exactly. uh, never heard tinku. of this um tinku. what was what was uh-huh. what we'll see again Beat the shit out of each other for three, two or three days to see was are arrested if caught speaking at any time no that's stupid i don't think that um that's unagi um <laughs> what was d again d is headbutt each other to say hello and these were what kind of people Bolivians. <laughs> They're the Bolivians party. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with D. Headbutt each other because headbutt why not? Headbutt each other to say hello is incorrect. Oh, man. Scott, you get the chance to steal. Our remaining answers are: beat the shit out of each other for two or three days straight, do everything without clothes for an entire week, or are arrested if caught speaking at any time. Uh, the clothes one. No clothes for a week. No clothes. Oh, interesting. Ooh, I see your tinku. <laughs> That's right. Do everything without clothes for an entire week is, is wrong. You also beat the shit out of each other for two or three oh, days straight. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Dude, what are the Bolivians <laughs> doing? Really? That's a thing? Yep. That's a thing, apparently. Wow. Now, is that like a surprise thing, or is it like you let them know? I mean... I'll be over, I'll be over to Tinko you in... <laughs> I'm Five sure minutes. it's got to be, you, <laughs> right. they'd have to it's be like willing participants. You just hide in your house when Tinko rolls around if you don't want to be. Uh... Yeah, it can't be like the purge. <laughs> they have, I'll bet they are like, they have to have some big group that are like into it in some field. I don't know. That doesn't, that seems crazy to me. Yeah. But I believe you. All right. All right. Well, we're still at zero points. <laughs> I was thinking I might might have to just give points to the other player if you get it wrong, but this is too oh, much. That would that'd work. Yeah. Either yeah, way. We'll see. If, if yeah. we start getting to like question eight or nine and we still right, have right, 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 on the right. board, then we'll, right. we'll go to it. Um, all right, Scott, this one's for you. Yeah. The reason that people started clinking glasses together oh. before drinking. Okay. All right. Is okay. it A, to spill their drinks into each other's cups to prevent poisoning? Ooh. 
B, because it sounds cool. C, medieval uh, armies used it to mimic the sound of clashing armor. Or D, spies in ancient times used the sound to communicate secrets. I think all of those are true. There's not like an E. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with one that seems like it might not be up. Probably is, maybe. Uh, let's say uh, they do it because it's cool, because it sounds cool. Sure. B, because it sounds cool? Yeah. Brian Dunaway, your chance to steal. It's because they hit the swords together and it makes the noise. Is that C? So medieval armies used it to mimic the sound of clashing armor? Yeah, it sounds something stupid people would do. <laughs> it was... It is indeed to uh, spill is it really splashing? each other's cups. That was, so, yeah. wow. that was so ridiculous. I didn't think that was even true. I almost said that one. All right, I'm, just... I'm learning. I'm learning this game now. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm learning the questions. I'm learning the questioner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm getting. Now you're getting a feel for this. All right, well, now Brian, I'm getting a feel for this. You. All right. Uh, I just took a flight, and uh, airlines oh. have different ways of dealing with passengers who die mid-flight. Oh. Uh, some Singapore Airlines planes come equipped with. A, a special seat in first class complete with a bereavement blanket. (laughs) B, an empty seat in the cockpit. (laughs) C, a corpse cupboard to store the body until the plane lands. Or D, a recorded announcement alerting other passengers that there is a dead traveler on board. Oh my God, those are all great answers. (laughs) I love the cockpit one. It's so good. The the first one is so freaking insane that they would the have first, blanket, first class yeah, bereavement blanket, blanket yeah. that I feel like that's got to be the right answer. I'm going with A. Insano a. answer A. Alright. Is it A? No, it is not. Scott, I don't it? know this game at all. I thought say, I did. I'm going to say it's the cupboard. Storage cupboard. Yeah. Corpse cupboard. Yeah. I almost went with the safe bit. Yeah. We now have points on the board. Scott Shoot. is correct. It is indeed the corpse cupboard. Sweet. Corpse that cupboard. seems safe. Yeah, well, it was safe. Damn it. See, we didn't learn anything. Those last ones are crazy. Now that one was safe. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Points on the board. Who am I playing for? Uh, You're playing for uh, Tony. Tony in Cincinnati. That's right. Tone Tone Cincinnati. I'm I'm on. We're on board, buddy. We're in it. All right. Uh, Since you have a point, this one uh, goes to Brian first to answer. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, France was still doing this when the first Star Wars movie came out in 1977. Wearing their pants. Oh, you're going to give me some choices. I'm going to give you some choices, but but, uh, that that might be right. Uh, A, using the guillotine to execute people. B, showing pornography in movie theaters. C, selling heroin over the counter. Or D, all of the above. Oh, Oh, see, I thought I knew. I thought I knew it, and I stopped listening because I know they did the guillotine. <laughs> I know they were doing the guillotine up until, uh, well, they weren't, you know. But it was all the way up until about that time. Ooh, um, so I'm going all the above then. Is it all the above? I think he's right. No, it is not. God, is it the guillotine? Should have went safe. Pornography in theaters or selling heroin over the counter. Well, I Paul Rubens was disappointed. The porn part, I think, is still a thing uh, over there. I could be wrong, um, but I think that they would probably. I remember the guillotine story. I remember people saying, "Hey, when Star Wars came out, they were still chopping people's heads off." What do you think of that? So I'm going to say that the guillotine. All thing. right, guillotine is correct. Scott has two points. Sweet two. All right. 
Uh, this one again, I guess, Brian. Until you get, <laughs> until you tie things up, it gives you the chance, right, to score a point before it goes. That's to right. Stop. That's right. In ancient Greece, the brazen bull was known to be a the first known fast food franchise. <laughs> B a form of torture in which criminals were roasted inside a brass bull statue. Ooh. C a game in which criminals would impale one another with bull horns. Or D, the name of a prized warrior known for collecting the cocks of his combatants. I probably should have said a different word there. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the weens of his combat, combatants. What? <laughs> you see, you. I guess. I, I guess did read these gonna, questions before I. Uh, I guess. I guess B bull penises did come up. Um. Uh. They always do. What was B again? B is a form of torture in which criminals were roasted inside a brass bull statue. That one sounds the most logical, and I've I've uh, <laughs> been passed by those a couple of times. I'm going to go with the most logical, reasonable sounding one. B. You are absolutely correct. It is indeed oh, B. It yes, is the, the the brass bull. Nice. And I'm Brian really now glad has it's points on the board. Yeah. All right. Now so, we're. Sixth question here. And this goes to Brian, right? Because I'm still this ahead. This goes to Brian because you're still ahead, Scott. All yep. Right. In 1944, nine American airmen were shot down in Japan. Eight of them were captured and tortured, four of whom were chopped up, cooked, and served to Japanese officers. I don't like this story. The ninth man was A, John McCain, no. B, Mel Brooks, C, Ronald Reagan, or D, George Herbert Walker Bush. These all sound insane. What year was this again? 1944? 1944, yes. Well, there's one you know isn't it. I mean, right. I mean, it just feels like. In which Bush did you say? Uh, George H.W. Bush. Mm -hmm. Okay, H. Okay. Um, I'm going with Old Man Bush. Old man you want Bush to talk about it. is correct. Two oh, points wow. for Brian Dunaway. It's tied up. They almost ate. A yeah, McCain's too president. young. Mel Brooks would have never stopped talking about it. And <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. Right. Who was the other one? That you said? Uh, uh, Ronald, oh, Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Ronald yeah. Reagan. No, he was yeah. just like he didn't even yeah. go. Right? Wasn't he? He always right. talked a lot about the war, but didn't go. Right. right. I think so. Yeah. yeah he was busy. All right. It's tied up. This one goes back to Scott. Uh. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Lake Natrone in Tanzania is so alkaline that animals entering the water, A, turn into statues, B, pass out from the fumes, C, slowly go insane, or D, burn themselves but realize it too late. But realize it too late. It's like a slowly boiling frog. <laughs> Uh, let's do that one, actually. D. The D, burn themselves to realize it too late? Yeah. No, that is not correct, Brian. Mm, is it turn into statues, one. pass out from the fumes, or go insane? Go insane. See, I'm going with it. They go All insane. Right. They start dancing around like crazy animals. Go ahead. 
That is incorrect. It is actually so alkaline that animals, when they enter the water, turn into statues. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. So is it? Yeah. Does it like calcification or something that really? um, Wow, that's rapid. And do you can we can you keep one like a little keepsake of a dumb animal? (laughs) Yeah, but you have to go in and get it. How are you going to do that? Wow. All right. Hook it with a stick. They they need to get some. They need to get some pH balance in that lake. That's crazy. Mm. Biocal is that a photo of a of a? I'm soaking in it. (laughs) All right. Uh, This one, uh, I guess, stays with Scott. Yeah, you're tied. In 1911, an orphanage in Paris did this to babies in order to raise funds. Oh, boy. A, had them compete in a crawling competition. B, sold their clothes and dressed them in potato sacks. C, raffled them off. Or D, painted them the colors of the French flag for a parade. I love these these uh, (laughs) atrocities of humanity trivia questions. Uh... Uh, raffled them off. I think that would be the most sensible thing to do. You say raffled them off? Yeah. That is correct. They raffled them off. Really? Well, yeah. if I, that, uh, an orphanage? Yeah, but think an about orphanage. it. You you have no shortage of incoming. you got to get more outgoing. So well, you, that's what I... That's, that's stupid. Of course that's what you're going to do. It, that that yeah. was actually... Oh, the okay, thing whatever. With the sacks is I mean, just temporary. I think I think the problem is trying to get uh, kids out of the orphanage. I don't think right. Right. people so would raffle them people off. People would pay for them. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you can get them for free. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that makes right, no right. sense. <laughs> we'll just make our own. We're good. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we yeah. have the recipe. Yeah, that is weird. That well, I mean, you can go weird. to the orphanage and get one for free. I mean, you don't even have to make your own, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean. That well, is that weird. The, it was the orphanage, though, that uh, sold them. Yeah, that's weird. Because the or- cause yeah. okay. isn't the orphanage? They the were free last week. This week, yeah, we're raffling them off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Babies, two hundred percent more. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We're getting close to time, so we'll make this one the tiebreaker. Uh, well, it's not. You guys aren't tied anymore. Scott has three. Oh. Brian has two. Tell you what. Let's um, call it a tie. Go to Brian. <laughs> if you get a tie. Then we'll have a tiebreaker question. But if not, Scott wins and uh, Tony in Cincinnati gets the prizes. All right. Sounds prizes. good. All right. And then I can, I can auction off my children. Go ahead. Yeah. You can auction off your children. Brian, this one goes to you. In medieval times, how would doctors test for diabetes? Would they A, taste your urine? B, stick a syringe into your eye? C, rub sugar on your wrist? Or D, feel the temperature of your armpit? <laughs> God, fill a temperature armpit just seems like the most right on answer. So, but I mean, come on, you know that you can taste sugar in somebody's pee. I know that's like a thing. You can. It's it's supposed to be a thing. Ugh. So maybe that's where it came from. So you think taste that? the pee? Right. Are you saying tasting the urine? I think so. That is absolutely correct. We're, we have a tiebreaker situation. I'd heard that before. That would have been my answer as well. Um, all, right, all right, so tiebreaker. Here comes everybody. This is intense. Okay, all right, here we go. Tiebreaker question, and what we'll do... Hands on buzzers? Uh, <laughs> no hands on buzzers, because uh, I don't have that set up. But right. I will take both of your answers um, at the end, and whoever gets it right. How's that? Okay. okay. Sure. In say whatever Scott says. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> In Switzerland, there is a statue of a man stuffing these into his mouth, and nobody knows why. Is it A, infants, B, real human infants, skulls? Infants. I've seen this statue, and he's naked. He has a wiener out. Infants. 
Scott sounds so sure. I'm going infants. Let's get uh, Well, I'm taking Scott. Scott buzzed in. I'm, I'm taking it. That's it. Is that it correct? Is, it, is, it is indeed infants. Yeah. yeah I didn't even get to thing. kittens and French fries. So uh, congratulations uh, to Tony in Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> I saw this photo. Yeah. Or this, yeah. This thing. The part Brian didn't mention is that he's naked. <laughs> Which is just makes it worse. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Does with it that. make it worse? Weirdest expression. Does it make it face? better? It makes it way worse. Way hey, worse. I would have a weird expression in my face too if I was shoving raffled off infants into my face. <laughs> uh, the photo shows him fully dressed, but uh, oh, does Scott, it? I Scott thought he. What am I thinking of? I sw- I've seen this same stat. Or I thought I saw one where a guy was maybe he was just fighting babies. Now I gotta look it up. Since we're yeah. Hold on. Did I just the get picture uh, bio cow just put in the tadpole of this thing is is horrendous. Uh, let me take a look at it. Okay. So I don't want to see me. Scott's search history at oh, all. Oh, this at is all. not. This isn't the one. The one I'm. Oh, right, look, you were visualizing uh, something. You're visualizing far, something that was a because um, I think I was visualizing it too. It's a piece of art, um, like from Dante's Inferno or something. Where why is why is why is uh, Farquad? From Shrek eating these babies. <laughs> is- it is Farquaad from Oh, Shrek. I found it. It's a vi- it's a sculpture in Nor Oslo, Norway, and he's oh, really? fighting oh, babies. That's what it is. He's fighting off babies. I just got lucky oh. with this one. Uh, here, let me find it. I'll find it and then I'll share it, and then you'll all not know that I'm insane. Okay. Hold on. Here it is. Well, They're like, "Where are your replacements?" And he's like, "I'm fighting you. Let's fight." Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the in our in our chat here. Um, there we go. Okay, so there's that. In the chat room, you guys can see it here. Oh, jeez. That's, that's the one I'm thinking of. Some, oh, yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, I, think, one I, think on you, I think you sent me this. Yeah, look at the one on his foot. He's like, ah, get off. Get <laughs> off my foot, little bro. Get off me. Yeah, I'm just trying to be naked here. What's this, what are all these kids doing? All right. Wow. This, I, this is not – how do you – so, yeah, he's totally confused on how to have babies. Yeah. It's like he thinks that's how you do it. That's a very odd sculpture, but that's the one I thought you were talking about. It's hilarious that I got it right. Um, it's, all right. It's good that you got it right, and uh, congratulations again to Tony in Cincinnati. You're getting through the darkest of times, an American fugitive on Steam, but uh, Sebastian in Montreal, you're not walking away empty-handed. You're getting a copy of War Groove. Nice. Nice. Look at that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Away. Look, we've earned uh, our keep is what we've done. We did it. We and, did uh, it. Yeah. Having you here is always good. Tomorrow we'll do the boop show together. You and I got a lot to talk about there. So that'll be fun. And Ooh, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Film sack this week. I've been playing a really cool game. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. What is it? Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to tell oh, me. Oh, the wild, the wild at heart. Day one release on the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Cool little, uh, cool little adventure game there. I'm digging that, it. Do you see that weird volleyball or not volleyball uh, dodgeball game they put out? Uh, EA just put out on there on Game Pass. <laughs> no. Um, it's called shoot knockdown city balls. knockout city you, something like that it's called it's called can you dodge a wrench it's a <laughs> it's really fun i played that a whole bunch when i got home yesterday and and i was surprised how much fun KO that is. city says uh, carter there it is okay oh city KO yeah city. carter i guess was it's really fun it's a very good time and it's cross cross play which is nice so there's kick, nice. kicking orphans that's what it's called kicking, kicking orphans, orphans. Ko city speaking right. speaking of orphans i'm kicking brian out bye all right he's out <laughs> He's not really an orphan. He has a mother and a father. Uh, all right, so feel free if you've got uh, an idea of how to maybe tighten that game up. I'm going to be looking at ideas and, and figuring it out myself. But I, uh, um, 
maybe you just get five questions whoever has the most points after five questions or or the second the steel doesn't get to guess they just get the point automatically oh i see maybe yeah i don't know i, I enjoyed we'll it. it i liked it a lot yeah, it's fun. the main it's thing fun. is i like uh that we got to involve people that don't normally call in or can't call yes, in so exactly and weird ass questions that's right it's good stuff all right we're gonna take a break when we come back around bill will be here we got a question for him and uh, a little bit of time with Steven Schleicher. He's back this week, so stick around for that. And apparently, quite the Monday morning mashup after all that. Before oh, really? that happens, okay. though, we need to take a break. And that break involves the playing of the following song. Yeah, this is uh, sent, me, sent to me directly from uh, Britney St- uh, Stearns. Spears. Not Britney Spears. Britney Stearns from Publicity Nation. Um, it's like a perfect fit for TMS. This guy sounds like he could be a TMS listener who who put together this song. But he is um, uh, he is a musician named Carter Brady. Uh, the bass player from uh, Spin Doctors, uh, Mark White, is also on this track helping him out. The song is called Chasing Vampires. It's like a classic rock 90s alternative mixed together but kind of polished up. It's really, really good. And if you like the song, make sure to check out the music video. Uh, it is uh, again Carter Brady. The song is Chasing Vampires. Sucker 
So that's what's going on in town. Yes. Chupapi muñanyu. <laughs> hey, Birdum. This is the morning stream. Bye bye. We've returned back from that song. That song again Yes, was... that song again is Carter Brady. The song is called Chasing Vampires. Brand new single from Carter Brady. Nice. One of the, lo- the lesser known Bradys from the Brady Bunch. Yes. Hey, uh, look at this, everybody. It's time for us to call Bill and uh, talk to him because why the heck not? I've been thinking about Bill a lot. I'll tell you why in a second. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. But uh, before we do that, we got to play this here deal. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. The reason I've been thinking about Bill a lot uh, is because I've been replaying the Mass Effect series in the form of the new Legendary Trilogy release, awesome. uh, which is all remastered, 4K, HDR, you know, frame rate, blah, 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 all that stuff, 120 frames per second. It looks amazing and uh, holds up really well, and that game's incredible. And the reason I think of Bill, of course, is... Some of my first and earliest interactions with Bill were him building cool stuff around that game mm-hmm. uh, or around that series. And then, you know, of course, Dragon Age and all those other things. So uh, I've just been thinking a lot about it. Every time um, Shepard pulls his pistol out and there's like a Paragon slash, uh, what's the other one? Renegade option. Uh, there's that pistol. There's that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like have, I should bring mine to the couch where I'm playing and hold it up every time it happens. I don't, but I but- should. I, I do that sometimes. Yeah, you should. It's the right thing to do <laughs> and the tasty way to do it. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, like, oh, Casey Dady has one as well. Yeah, his Mass Effect blaster is just amazing. Yes, awesome. Mm, it's really, that just represents a very build around time <laughs> for me. It does, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing game, I'm, though. I'm, I'm in the middle of two again and just, oh, man, I'm loving it so much. I can't wait to finish it out and then and then i'm gonna play andromeda because a they fixed a bunch of the problems it had and b i don't i just want more i love that world i want more so keep it coming and hey ea if you got more coming great make some more mass effect please because i'll play them (laughs) all right bill it's good to have you here Uh, of course the purveyor of all things punish props at punishprops.com uh comes on the show on tuesdays or mondays and we talk about cool stuff that he's making and or the way he makes things and this week we got a question from somebody named Terry Tooby. Now, Terry Tooby, I just have to ask. Uh, in Heroes of the Storm, we call uh, Jim Rayner uh, Two Button Terry. Is this a <laughs> reference to that with the two and the B and the Terry? I'm curious. Anyway, write it and let me know. He says this. Hey, Bill, what's the worst shop accident you've ever had? And what advice do you have for others to avoid that kind of thing? From Terry. Uh, what would you say to Terry or anyone else who's looking to be uh, safe and also, what is your worst terrible thing? Because I I don't know god, if we've heard. It sounds it. like oh my god! It sounds like it's going to be a saw movie level of uh, uh, yeah torture. Probably a saw involved, right? Probably some sort of saw. 
Not not too bad. I, I have been quite fortunate yeah. in my workshop accidents. Believe it or not, in my entire life, I have never broken a bone and I've never needed stitches. Damn. Very good. Yeah. Very nice. I've never had stitches, uh, but I've had broken bones, so you you yeah. one up to me. Nice job. There there have been a couple of times when I thought, boy, this this feels broken. <laughs> but I but I didn't get it checked out. So I I don't know, a little little mysterious there, but sure. Uh, and there have been a couple of times where I got a cut where I thought I, I should probably get that stitched, but if I super glue it closed, that might do it. Yeah. And uh, the super glue works. So Sure. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't get hurt in the shop, but never bad enough to obviously require mm-hmm. the intervention of an expert. <laughs> but you've got some friends, like even like YouTube pals that have like lost mm-hmm. fingers and digits and stuff. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. The, I will say, though, the worst, the very worst I've done in the shop has been with a hot glue gun. Hmm. I uh, it was it was like three in the morning. I was actually desperately trying to finish my Dragon Age costume, my Hawk Mage costume, and I was hot gluing pieces of fur onto the costume. And I covered the back of a piece of fur in hot glue, and then instead of putting it on the armor, I dropped it on my, the palm of my hand, glue down. <laughs> oh wow! And that burned oh. a lot. That burned really, really badly. Jeez. Oh, um, so that was the worst I had ever done. And my hand healed up just fine. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, I was afraid you were going to no. tell something dark and horrible like, no, I, no. I had, to, I had to cauterize a hemorrhoid and I used the glue gun to do it. Or, no. Right. Although the other, the other day I was uh, using a power drill and it skipped off of the screw and the spinning tip of the Phillips drill bit did Sort of carve a neat little hole in my thumb. That, that happened. <laughs> a neat little hole. Little things like that happen every once in a while. A nice clean hole. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a tiny little melon baller went in there and just scooped <laughs> out a hunk of flesh. <laughs> little things like that's healed up, though. It's not, it's fine now. There's a tiny scar, but little things like that happen all the time, but nothing, nothing uh-huh. too horrible. Yeah. Uh, there, but there were, I have been taking my workshop safety pretty seriously, especially over the last few years. And there were two, Things that inspired me, other than obviously it's the right thing to do, and I'm getting older and feeling a little mm-hmm. more safety conscious. Fragile, yeah. a little more fragile. Definitely <laughs> feeling very mortal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the two things that really inspire me: one, I have an older friend. By older friend, I mean a friend who's been working in Hollywood in the effects industry for like 40 years. Right? Mm-hmm. He's in his 60s. He's been doing it forever. Yeah. A couple of years ago, he said something that really struck a chord with me. He said something like, now that I'm in my 60s, my friends, uh, I have friends who are starting to die of the things we were joking about in our 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you open the can of barge and you're like, woo, getting high on glue, glue fumes, isn't that? Well, they were doing that, you know, in the 80s and 90s uh-huh. and not wearing proper safety equipment, not having a ventilated space and getting cancer yeah. like that. That like. Stan Winston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did mm-hmm. Stan Winston die of? He yeah. died of cancer. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, so hearing that from someone who's been doing it for a long time and getting that little bit of reality was helpful for me. I was like, okay, right. I'm still pretty young compared to other people in the effects industry who've been doing it a long time. If I make a difference now or a change now, it'll make a difference 20, 30 years from now. So that, that inspired me a lot. 
Yeah, uh, that's the other good thing to, that's good to think of. actually that's good in general just everybody like pay attention right. to older people when they give you good, good advice it actually mm-hmm. some of that stuff's good i mean if they come up to you and go right you know i still don't think those colored people should be not that kind of advice <laughs> no, right? no 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 that's no, not what advice, i mean yeah. but if they you come at you and go best and, judgment on which piece of advice <laughs> to yeah, yeah 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 but no when more. they're saying things like you know 30 years ago i used to yeah. work with reckless abandon in the shop and now i have a third eye okay maybe we avoid that it's good advice good advice grandpa sure yeah uh the other the other event that really inspired me a a friend of mine he's about my age um built his own pressure pot which is a a tool we use to compress liquids and stuff he built his own and he's a really smart guy super smart yeah but not quite smart enough to think of everything and there was a weak spot in the pressure pot and it it exploded like it it it's a real bomb i have a pressure pot it is a professionally made one. It is. It was very expensive, uh, and it will not blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homemade one, he missed. He missed one little detail, and it blew up. And uh, he's still with us, but only barely. Like mm. it, it could have killed him. So oh these, God! When you say yeah. pressure pots, these are like those screw down, like uh, yeah, pressure cooker kind yeah. of things. Yeah, it's like a pressure cooker, um, but. Uh, you just you don't you don't add heat. You just pump air into it as it and pressurize it. Oh, I see. Um, okay. And any pressure vessel should be handled carefully. <laughs> just in yeah. general, even your, in life. even your general your little Instapot that you have at Absolutely. home. Absolutely, yeah. There's a reason vessel. you can't open that thing. That that little tab goes down. You can't open that thing while there's any sort of pressure in there. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's a tiny little bomb. It's exactly what it is. It's a little bomb. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he he lost an eye. Uh, he's a very good sport about it, uh, but. That kind of sent a ripple through our community. We're like, holy crap, we are all fragile human beings who need to take care of ourselves. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody wants to lose an eye uh, from their pressure cooker. What do you use a pressure pot for, by the way, in prop making? Yeah. So when you cast resin, um, there can be tiny little bubbles in there. And especially if it's a transparent resin, you'll see those bubbles. Oh, sure. So you 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 pour the liquid resin into your mold, you put it in the pressure pot before it's cured and then you pressurize it and those two those little bubbles get compressed into solution mm. and then it cures that way and those bubbles are gone oh, it's, that's ma- cool. it's really magical it's it's a super impressive process yeah oh i just found but, a video of a pressure pot exploding holy moses oh yeah perhaps avoid that yeah <laughs> well imagine if your head was like three feet away from that thing and that's what happened to my oh head. it's horrendous Jeez. yeah okay well i'm glad he's with us like He's doing great. Yeah, it's uh, real bad. So, like I said, ever since those things, I've been taking workshop seri- safety pretty seriously. So, h- how do I stay safe? Here's some good advice. All right. Uh, not being in a hurry. That's the biggest thing. Being in a hurry is going to get you hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the second most important thing, or it's probably the first or second, whatever you're working on, yeah, focus on the task in the moment. This can be hard if you have a podcast playing or music going. If you're doing something hard, turn off that podcast or something that mm-hmm. might be dangerous. Turn off the music. Focus on the thing you're doing in the moment. I catch myself every once in a while thinking about what I'm going to do next. Okay, I'll cut these four things out. All right, then what do we have to do next? Right. My mind will wander. Yeah. If I'm standing in front of the table saw when I'm doing that, that's a bad time for my mind to wander. So you just got to stay focused on the time at hand. If you're having a bad day and your mind is all over the place... Don't use a table saw, yeah, you know, like, push that project off until <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and that goes along with not hurrying as well. 
Yeah. Uh, and then safety equipment is critical. Uh, lungs, that's the one that will get you over a long period of time if you are negligent. Mm. Working in a well-ventilated area whenever using any chemicals is super important. Um, my basement is not terribly well-ventilated. Uh, if I need to use any um, noxious chemicals, I should do that outside or open a window with a fan pointing out and right. also wearing a respirator. Also wearing a respirator with the correct filters. Those mm. are all really important. Uh, your ears, I keep earmuffs, like ear protectors, mm. at all of my loud tools. So next oh, to yeah. my, my grinder, next to my bandsaw, I just keep ear protection there. So you go to use that tool, you put on the ear protection. Yeah. Uh, you can get ear protectors at Harbor Freight for less than 10 bucks each, so you might as well buy a few of them. There's no excuse. That's right. My, uh, uh, my wife's dad... Uh, woodworker guy and spent his whole life you know building everything from you know people would redo their their homes in new orleans he'd go out there and do all the woodwork or whatever all the finishing and stuff and he has two things now he's i guess 70 71 that uh came from all that work and one is the hearing thing he didn't muffle enough Mm -hmm. and the second is he's got like a persistent always kind of congestion thing from all the sawdust so he'd oh, wear protection, yeah. but it's still it wasn't great protection and the ventilation and there wasn't great. So he's just he's had enough like wood filing chippings in his in his chest for long enough that now it's just like having a permanent cold. Yeah. yeah. There. yeah. And there's certain things you might breathe in, like metals. Um sometimes I'll work with like aluminum powder. Yeah. Um if you breathe that in, that aluminum is going to be a part of you for mm. the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. there are things you can absorb and breathe into your body that will never leave. Yep. Just there's there's no way to remove it. So the only way you can keep that from happening is from preventing it from getting in in the first place. That's right. If you don't want that'll. Oh, never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> I had an idea. It popped into my head. I could have taken a path, and I decided not to take it. Congratulations, Scott. You've really avoided some emails. <laughs> so, so in our in, our, in the ba- I'm setting up the basement right now for our, our shop, and I have a dust collector. Uh, it's not a great dust collector. I could get a better one, but I have a dust collector from Harbor Freight, and I'm going to set up ducting to attach it to all of my tools that generate a lot of dust. I also have a dust filter. It's a big machine that just pulls air in, filters out the dust, and pumps out clean air. So, you know, you, you run the dust collection, you run the dust filter, you wear a dust mask or a respirator for creating dust. And you do this, you do this every single time you turn on one of those machines. That's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just the rule. It's just the rule for the rest of your life. The, the alternative is, I'm not feeling like turning all that stuff on today. I'd rather be part wood. I'd rather absorb wood <laughs> or, or, like the, or plastic like the or alkaline metal. alkaline lake and uh, yeah. animals turning the statues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, obviously, gloves protect your hands. My hands are the things that probably get beat up the most, um, uh, but they're they're doing okay. Again, no stitches yet. And then eyes, obvious. You don't like. Yeah. You don't want to lose. You, you get a shard of something in your eye, and that's it for the rest of your life. Yeah, you uh, want so the, your, your eyes are good. If you've got eyes, you want to keep them if you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if they suck. Yeah. They're still better Even than bad nothing. eyes. Oh yeah, dude. Bad eyes are so much better than no eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have my normal glasses all on all the time. That's not necessarily good enough. Uh, if I'm doing anything dumb, I have a face mask that goes over my whole face. And I also have prescription safety glasses that I splurged on a few years ago. So no. if I'm like using the grinder a bunch, you know, I put a, a dust mask on, I put my safety glasses on. If you're really worried, put that face mask in front of it too. Like I have this big face shield 
Because, I mean, like, if I got a shard of something in my cheek, you know, it's not going to blind me, but I got a, you know, now I got a cheek scar. I don't yeah. want to deal with. So. Do you... Um, uh, Make my money with this face. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> when, when you say splurged, what does it cost these days to get prescription protective eyewear? I assume it's um, not horrible, uh, but it's probably I don't... I, I remember I spent... I had, um... What was it? I had a certain amount I could spend based on whatever insurance I had at the time. I think it was like four or five hundred dollars for that pair. Yeah, but it was also like we were shopping at a designer place because we had insurance money to spend. Oh, <laughs> if I was I yeah. if I was spending my own money, I would uh, I probably would have shopped around a bit. But I think it was like four or five hundred bucks. Okay, that sounds about what yeah. I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm here to, here to tell you that you cannot spend that kind of money to get your eyeball back. So. No, no, you can't exactly. It's it a lot out. cheaper to get the prescription protective oh, yeah, glasses. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna. In fact, there is no price you can pay to get your no, eyeballs right. back. Once gone. Not yet, anyway. Crossing my fingers for cyborg eyes soon. Again, oh. the sucky eyeball. My, I'm my six negative six and a half vision would love to just be replaced by some wow. robo mechanical eyes. Yeah, That'd be dude. amazing. Yeah, that's how my eyes were before my surgeries. They're horrendous. They're better mm-hmm. now, but. Uh, but hey, this modern science can't fix everything, so don't poke them out, okay? Yep. That's the Check rule. Check them eyeballs. Uh, good stuff all around. Take care of yourselves in there, and whatever, even if it's small stuff, you're just messing with 3D printers for the first time. Just kind of know your way around them, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't get yeah. uh, certain melted stuff in your breathing and, you know. Yeah, those, those hot ends get yep. hot. They get really so. hot. Little, little shards of PLA are friggin' sharp, man. Yeah. yeah. Look out for those. They'll Look pop it. off of a thing and go right in your eye. That's right. Yep. You get a bright green sliver somewhere. You don't want that. <laughs> uh, let's uh, do right. a quick bonus link. You got something this week? Yeah. Uh, Alex the cook, the French guy cooking, he's doing a whole series on fried rice that is just <laughs> phenomenal. Wow. Speaking of rice cookers, let's see. Here. I want to uh-huh. see what's pixelated out in this image here. Oh, yeah. It's so enticing. Oh, there's something pixelated. Oh, I didn't see the preview. Uh ooh rice. He's got that dark rice that um squid. Did you do squid? Oh, squid ink. ink. Yeah. Oh, that's so. I don't have the guts to do it. I've tried oh, really? to think. I've, I've been I, tempted. I can't do it. It's got such a, a light flavor. You'd you'd be fine with it. It's completely. Oh, but it's the it's the nervous squirt of a freaking squid. It's a squid going. <laughs> oh shit! And and then leaving the ink. You know, yeah, I, it's not pee, it's not poop, it's just ink. It's the third you know, uh, awful thing. <laughs> my uh, my high school uh, wrestling nickname was uh, Nervous Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, also your finishing move. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot a bunch of ink and then swim away. Yep, there you go. That's how you get out. All right, yeah, Bill, as always, a pleasure. Uh, continue being safe and making rad stuff. Everybody out there, go check out punishprops.com. And, of course, give him a follow on Twitter. We'll see you soon. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Yeah, Squid Ink can't do it. Oh, oh you'd be fine. How many have you had? Of, a- all the, of all the weird... Yeah, I've had a lot of it, actually. Do you uh, do you just crap black for the next three weeks? Or? No. Okay. No. Ugh. Ugh. Don't even... I don't even... It's, it's not a strong flavor, so it's like... It's not something I seek out like, oh, I hope they've got Squid Ink. But if it's like a Squid Ink pasta anyway... And it's the the rest of the meal is something I would have ordered. Be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. I'll totally get that. Because it just feels like, like a, it's like eating skunk smell pasta. It's like it's the nervous thing a skunk does. Same thing. Yeah. It's like a little stink gland that's well, separate. From it the- is. It it's it's uh it's used for the same thing, but it's not like 
you're you're eating skunk spray, right? <laughs> it's a different animal. It's a different thing. Right. No, I it get it, but I'm saying be... I, I would be as likely to do that as I would the other. Like, I, do, oh. I don't understand why somebody's defensive, greasy defensive mechanism is something I want to put on a plate and eat. <laughs> I don't know why that so, sounds so bad to I'm trying me. to think of another good example. Like, uh, yeah, but I can't think of anything that, that we'd eat on the regular that is some sort of animal defense. I mean, mechanism. I guess we're, you know, whatever. People make amazing food out of everything now. So, sure. Yeah. Sure. Who can complain? All right. Let's get Steven Schleicher in here. Now, he was gone last week. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, he... I remember uh, that. I marked it on my calendar uh, to dock his pay. Yeah, he had a bit of a meeting-type deal. So, now he's back. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. Ooh, Cleo, <laughs> Cleo has a good point about honey. Uh, it's not a defensive mechanism, but, it's, you know, it's it's freaking... It's bee spit, right? Bee barf. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, that's pretty gross. But it's I their guess response I- to pollen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do eat them. Uh, all right. Hey, Steven Schleicher, you like a good uh, honey bum, a bee, bee ex- excrement, right? Are you into that? You like that? Honey bum. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'm glad when I used to have allergies really, really bad. Yeah. And the doctor was like, well, none of these medications are helping you. You might want to just try... Um, what is it? Native honey, local honey. Native, right. local honey, honey you need to find to honey that's area. local. Yeah. 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 And, uh, at the time we couldn't find any in my immediate area. So yeah. if I had, if we ordered it or had to go somewhere else to get it, it would have been out of the area that right. I was most allergic to. So. Right. right. And I read, and it's, it's stuff's coming to mind now. Like whale vomit is a huge thing in the perfume industry. Oh, ambergris uh, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone in the chat mentioned uh, the the anal gland of a beaver is used for like flavoring something. But again, you're not eating any of that stuff. Well, I mean, I I'm I don't know that I am, but I guess I probably am. In the case of the of the vanilla extract anal beaver thing, I probably am. Right. And just not knowing probably that not. I'm eating. No, because I think I think 99 percent of your vanilla that you get is from vanilla beans from Benin's Benin's yes Benidio del Toro is where you get your vanilla but honey I mean I'll eat honey I like honey you like eggs uh, do you like eggs those come out of a chicken's v- vajay uh, or whatever they call it. What is it? It's a vagina, right? For a chicken? Well, we, we figured out the name is the clo, uh, oh, the Clovis. Cloaca. Clevis. Yes. Oh, Cloaca. Yes, we did this. We had this discussion. Yes, exactly. Cloaca. Yeah, I do have eggs. I'll have eggs. I yeah, don't know. You guys ever drink that poop coffee? Oh, the civet cat yeah. stuff? Oh, no, yeah. Don Vickers got me some of the civet cat coffee, and it is delicious. I guess I tasted it because I wanted to f- do it for the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But See? Yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to go drink a ton of it. I can't. I'm, I have a harder time separating that stuff in my head. It's just harder sure. for me. Sure. And, like, you know, when you eat, I don't know, like a steak... You didn't have to go out and like slaughter the animal, and if right. I did, I'd I probably feel exactly different. Where the steak is coming from, <laughs> right? I killed it with my own hammer. Like I, like I didn't have to do any of that, or like a chicken, I didn't have to go cut its head off and bleed it and feather it and all that. So I think right. part of part of me is like, I would be lousy in this like seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds. I would be the worst because I'd have to see everything like that. I guess I'd be used to it because I I live then, but I don't know. Anyway, hey, speaking of poop, <laughs> it's poop nothing coffee. to do with anything. No, know. it has nothing to do with anything. Hey, uh, I didn't see Modoc yet because I, I was out of town, so I haven't had a chance. Brian, did you consume? I me? did. I downloaded uh, the first few episodes to my iPad for the flight home. Yeah, 
and uh, watch the first two on the plane. And it's oh, man, people Here's love it. You don't fine. like it? People it love is, it. It's fine. It's amazingly it's fine. mediocre. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's a really good. It's. I thought I must be reading well all the wrong deuce reviews or something. Everybody I thought was raving on this thing. No. And, and Pat, I mean, they, you know, the, the voice work is great. It's just, uh, I don't know. I need more of something. I either need more cameos by really goofy, but real Marvel characters, or I need better humor. That isn't just, uh, I fart in the marital bed. Yeah. yeah. If you like robot chicken and Fincher brothers, this will have you on the floor laughing every five minutes. Yes, okay. it is. It is absolutely the same level of humor as robot chicken, which I watch. And I think I watch more for the, the pop culture. Oh, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be funny if Harry Potter was an auctioneer or something like that? You know, mm. it's, it's that, that kind of humor, but, uh, there are, I will say there are some moments in this and especially at the end. And, Without spoiling too much, the end is the whole way through. Yeah. In fact, I fell asleep a couple of times because I was just (laughs) this is so mediocre. I'm going to sleep for like 10 minutes and still be able to pick up (laughs) what's going on. Um, But But the ending really anticipates that they're going to get a second season out of this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And and there are are some little fun, little touching moments that go on in this. And there are some nice pieces. But for the most part, it's just like. Give me a highlight reel, and that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Modoc, I didn't see it, but um, I got I got in a mood while I was on this trip. Um, I'll put this in the chat here. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We never even talked about this. Yeah, this I decided amazing, to make a Brydock. It's Brian Ibbett as Modoc, uh, and yeah, most people great. most people's comments were fart gas, fart gas, because that's <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like it, I was such in the mood for this show that I drew that. I was super stoked about it. I downloaded two episodes, didn't have time to watch them, so I just didn't. Uh-huh. But now I'm nervous. Now, now my couple of people I trust in this area aren't ha- aren't yeah. loving it. Yeah, and one of them's even a huge Modoc fan. Has a has a big Modoc right here next to me. Yeah, look at that. Hi, I'm Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, as far as all the voice actors go, it's really great. Yeah. As far yes. as some of the situations, so you know, the main setup is and this is just spoiler for episode one mm-hmm. modok is aim is out of money so he sells his uh, company to you know some uh, megacorp and now a he has google, to deal with right a google knockoff yeah yep. and then his wife is divorce divorcing him mm-hmm. so and that's and that's, there's your premise for the, the rest premise. of the season from brooklyn 99 you've got uh, uh beck bennett from snl as uh uh, what's his name? Not Justin. What's the uh, the the dude? Austin the Van Deer. Austin. Verder, whatever. Ben Schwartz. Uh, you said him, I think. Amy Garcia. She's great. I like her. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I'm a little bummed now. I don't know yeah. what I would. I don't know what I wanted differently because it is definitely played up as a comedy with some soft moments in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of was wanting something more. Let's not make Modoc a dumbass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, but right. he's Modoc. Yeah. He's supposed to kind of be a dumbass. Right? I mean, right? you, yeah, I mean, exactly. You want you need, he needs to be. He's still kind of a quote unquote genius mastermind, right? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, just want a little bit more. And maybe, you know, maybe I've they never... get this first season off the uh, out of the way and they'll be able to do something a little bit more. I've never heard you yeah. so meh on anything before in my life. Yeah, this it's, is the most meh. It's I've very heard meh. Okay. Oh, wait till we talk about Army of Darkness. Oh, I mean, Army oh, of the Dead. Oh, really? Hey. All right, so we're oh, doing gosh. that for Film Sack this weekend. Sounds like we may have picked a good one then. Cause, I uh, think so, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So here's the thing. Here's yeah. here are my thoughts on Army of the Dead. Okay. If you like zombie movies and you like Ocean's 13, you're going to enjoy this movie. Right. I, en- I enjoyed okay. this movie. It yeah. is a zombie movie. Yeah. It's also a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. And I swear to God, Zack Snyder's editor, who is a Dodie Dorn, <laughs> needs to be sat down and have an explanation that's and, and be explained to him that not everything that you shoot has to go into the piece. <laughs> this is a, a two and a half hour movie that could be trimmed down to a really tight and really super fun one hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. I heard that too. I heard it's uh, my daughter, oldest daughter, texted me last night. She says, "Have you seen it yet?" I said, "Not yet." She goes, "It's total crap," and we loved it. So yeah, and it's fun. I mean, it is a zombie movie. Don't expect anything more than than a than a zombie movie. People are gonna die. Yeah, there's some a weird bit that is totally. I kind of know why it stayed in there, but they could have trimmed out this whole. And I don't want to spoil it because it is kind of a, a a bit. But there's this whole thing when you get to it, you'll go. Now, why did they need to include that at all? It doesn't need to be in there. And if you just trimmed out that whole storyline that involves the the zombies getting smarter and wanting to go out and do things, um, then the movie would just be dumb zombies. Let's blow them up and let's get yeah. some money and get Which out of here. Which is what you want, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want zombies. I want Vegas. I want to see the two together. I want I want uh, uh, a zombie actually brushing by the mega million slot machine and having a bunch of quarters spill out or something like that. Like, yeah. Well, the good news is, um, universal praise for the music. In fact, the chat's having a discussion about it right now. Um, I would just like to remind everybody who scored the film, uh, that would be (laughs) junkie XL. Uh, oh, Tom Holkenberg. Yep. Reset your reset your uh, clocks, everybody. Yep. If you don't know who that is, well, let me remind you. He wrote the score for Mad Max Fury Road. Oh well, I was going to say if you liked the slowed down versions of all your favorite songs, then this is also <laughs> a movie. For oh, you do they do a lot of those? A lot of really? the uh, okay. like yeah. where they take a Lord song and make it all slow or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah people, that's cool. People like those. I wonder if the know? soundtrack's out. Uh, oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah, and Brian likes. I mean, it's listen. I did not. I did not. I didn't walk away from uh, Army of the Dead and say uh, I hated this. I was like, oh, it's an enjoyable movie. I wish it was shorter. Did you like the his old his two thousand four uh, Dawn of the Dead? I actually, I actually did like that yeah, a I did lot too. A lot. A lot of people great. really hated it because they thought that they were crapping on Romero, but. 28 days later kind of already did that so well, i felt like that broke yeah that broke the the mold and then you know snyder comes in and does his thing yeah. and i thought it was fine yeah how's batista how's he in there oh i really like him he's really good yeah he's a charmer there's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of depth on any of the characters he he is the one that has probably the most mm-hmm. but i i should say uh scott don't get attached to anybody yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. they're all by the way die. the uh the woman that gets smashed in the opening credits under a uh, shipping container uh-huh. mm-hmm. is Danielle Brugio, who was our uh, <laughs> surprise, our, our interview guest on ANTP this season. That's right. That's yes. right. She kept talking about how she was involved with Snyder's some of Snyder's stuff, and that and she was yep. uh, in that. So that was her yep. big moment. <laughs> that was her big moment. Yes, in the opening credits, even sadly, she doesn't even make it through. Well, I'll watch yeah. it for that alone that'll be fun i liked her she was my favorite guest you've ever had 
She's she was great. Yeah. Um. Well, this is uh. You know, it's a time to be alive when you want to watch your oh, genre. Should we films. get one? Should we get one more uh, big uh, heaping of mediocrity? Yeah. What do we got there? <laughs> Love death robots. Oh. Oh wait, really? No, hold I haven't on. watched don't, any of it yet. Don't tell oh no! Me that. Is it also meh? Uh, well, number one, it's only eight shorts. Yeah. yeah. So you can literally watch it in two hours. But they got a third one, a uh, third season coming much quicker. Right? I right. was hoping that we would have gotten like twenty twenty shorts so that you'd have a sampling of some stuff that's really really good some stuff that's really really bad and a whole bunch of stuff that's in the middle yeah. there's only like one or two of the episodes that i thought were worth watching again it's like an snl episode is what you're describing yeah. there mm-hmm. yeah so hold yeah. on then so so there's eight of them and you'd say there's two, like two are good there's two of them that i really enjoyed okay the rest i were just like eh, okay well i'm gonna watch it because i got to but now mm-hmm. i'm nervous Oh man, that that's a bummer to hear that. Okay, how about that Lego Daily Bugle? Is it also a bummer? Is it a oh, piece of crap? Oh man, here's something that'll be uh, really great, but it's going to set you back about three hundred dollars. Lego announced, I think it was mid last week, the Marvel Lego Daily Bugle building that is pretty tall. It doesn't. It's not really super detailed. I mean, it's basically you know set some boxes on top of one another and add a uh, fire escape and some signage. But I think the thing that people are really going to go nuts for over this are all the minifigures. 25 minifigures yeah. in this thing. Uh, so you got Doc Octopus, Spider-Man, <laughs> but Venom. But only about 14 that you really care about. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, Spider-Ham, Green Goblin, Peter Parker, Spider-Gwen, Mysterio, Sandman, Robbie Robertson. Uh, and then they have uh, five minifigures that are exclusive to this set. J. Jonah Jameson, a Black Cat daredevil and the punisher and you get the spider-man's a spider buggy and it does stick to the side of the building so it can drive up walls for you it looks pretty cool Uh, there have been a there are about five lego sets that i have on my wish list that i've been putting off because they are up in this 300 to higher range uh and so i haven't bought lego in a couple of years because of that this is one that i think i'm just going to go ahead and use my uh, lego vip points or my membership or whatever and buy this thing on for on wednesday Nice. And get it early. Nice. Wow. That's cool. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I. It's got Firestorm in it. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. Or Firestar, you mean. Yeah. Firestar. Sorry. Yeah. But it doesn't have Ms. Lion. Like, if you're going to give me no. Firestar, give no. me, give and me Iceman been... and give me Ms. Lion. Um, I'm kind of surprised it doesn't have Eddie Brock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does, the... have, it does have yeah. a Venom figure in it. Uh, but yeah, no Eddie Brock by himself. Where's the. Because, you know, you've got your other, your other reporter. Uh, oh, does it have. Did we say it has Robbie Robertson? It does have Robbie. Robertson. It does have Robbie. Okay. That's cool. Where's Where's Venom? I don't see. And it's got Betty Betty Brant is in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't see Venom. Yeah. I'm 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 shying away now from getting Legos, uh, only because I love 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 putting them together. I have so much fun doing that. Mm-hmm. But then after they're put together, I'm like, all right, what am I doing with this thing? Am I am I making another shelf to put it on the wall so I could just keep dusting it? Am I yeah. breaking everything down? Because I'm never going to put this thing back together again if I do, because they won't all be back in their original bags. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Venom yeah. in there. I don't see yeah, Venom's in, Venom's in there, and I think uh, Daredevil is in there, and I think yeah, there is a in Carnage in there as well. I don't see, oh, really? I don't see Carnage or Venom. I don't know why. I'm looking. Yeah, scroll scroll down and you'll don't go through the uh, still images, but uh, if you scroll through, you'll see some pictures in there okay. uh, that oh. pop up. Yeah, my problem uh, is kind of the same way, Brian. Uh, when I had to clean out the nerd room of Doom a couple of years ago because of the uh, water damage, <laughs> uh-huh. we actually got a storage 
uh, shed, a storage facility, uh, and half of them, half the storage facility is unopened statues, and the other half is Lego boxes and uh, Lego, you know, mm. yeah, big uh, sealed bins of of Lego that I've just like I got no room for this stuff. So that's well, one. I, that's another reason why I haven't. You're also not bought as, a lot of Lego. You're not as hip as these dudes are now that do Legos. Let me show you a photo here. Um, but, but I do want Mysterio. Like I want that Mysterio. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't be worth it just to get the minifig. Well, the oh, other thing is, yeah. if you want to That's get a some Lego of these, bro, right there. Yeah, look at get him. over. Yeah, you know, he's got the top knot and everything going. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Look. Uh, if you really want some of these figures, Brian, a couple of things. Number one, go on to eBay. People will be selling these yeah. uh, just as individuals, but you're probably going to be spending ten to thirty dollars depending on the level of the character. Yeah, so, I'm not even into it that much. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Mysterio yeah. one will probably go for $30. Uh, Spider-Ham wow. will probably go for $15. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you can always go to, you can always go online and you can find fan-made versions of these. Right. Actually, I did figures. buy a fan-made Mysterio at one of the comic conventions. Yeah, yeah. So the only downside on those is they're kind of painted and sometimes you mm-hmm. get what you pay for on those. So right. yeah. be right. careful of with that. Sure. The, the person who did the Mysterio one, actually, it's, it's great. Like, it is a little fishbowl on his head. Yeah. They had stickers made for the pattern on his uh, on his chest with the two eyes that hold his cape. Oh, nice. I mean, they did, they, did a, they did a really good job. And I only paid, I think, five bucks for it or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, listen, if anybody out there wants to buy it, but they don't want to put it together, let me know. I'll put it together <laughs> well, for you. Here's the other thing. Now, the this one will be around for a while. I don't see this as a limited uh, edition one, although it, it does come in the black box. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do have to be careful with those because those tend to be out for just a couple of years and then they disappear. This one, I think, is going to be around for a while, but uh, you might want to buy two, open one to have fun with. And then literally keep oh. the box in great condition because uh, some of these things, I would bet within the next 10 years, and again, you're going to have to keep these long term, but an unopened Daily Bugle box will probably go for $800 in, mm-hmm. in about five to 10 years. Oh, it's yeah. like that long? Okay. So you could do it as an investment if you wanted, but. Yeah, yeah. And this is, this is one of the. Yeah. This is one of the fairly, you know, mass produced ones. If you go into some of those expert city stuff that they sell that are limited edition stuff, yeah. those things will go. If you go back trying to get some of the early ones, they're like $3,000 for one of those. Well, if anything, if anything's, if I've learned anything in the last two months, it's that we should really go hardcore on more collectibles and raid all the targets in the morning with a knife <laughs> out and just really That's right. fight in the parking lot over uh, other items. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all yeah, they had to stop. Pitch. They had to stop doing uh, collectible train cards at the yeah. uh, uh, Target and Walmart. So. Yeah, Target, Target and Walmart. There's a video floating around of a Walmart stampede that is just like unbelievable i couldn't believe it but yeah they pulled all that they pulled nhl nfl and mlb cards mm-hmm. and one other thing oh yeah no, they it still sucks to have been my you it sucks st- to have been my 10 year old during the pandemic because he really likes pokemon cards yeah. and he wanted some of the new sets for his birthday and i had to go and spend a crap ton of money uh, just to to get these, when yeah. I could have just gone to Walmart and said, "Oh, here's here's ten yeah. ten packs. It's Let pretty, me buy it's these." It's pretty 10 annoying. Packs. It's pretty annoying that it got as bad as it. But I guess you can still get Digimon, which says I don't know what that says about Digimon. <laughs> yeah, I think Yu-Gi-Oh maybe too. <laughs> yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, all those are still available in yeah, fine quantities. Uh, well, all right, good stuff as always. Um, these sorts of things are covered on the frequent over at MajorSpoilers.com, and uh, I'd correct. recommend it. 
That'd be great. Oh, uh, well, let's really quickly talk about the Eternals trailer. Oh, there, oh I, but there, there's no trailer. Look, where is it? I can't find it. Uh, look at the Marvel. I don't know if it's the Marvel Studios or it's probably also on the Marvel Twitter that they that they posted it. It's a good mm-hmm. two and a half minute uh, trailer for the piece that kind of sets everything up and enter, and you get to see all of the main actors in their costumes, which are basically you know your your robes and your your tight yeah. uh, tight leather stuff. It's pretty neat as a teaser video. Uh, for people who don't know anything about the Eternals, if you are familiar with uh, Von Donneken's uh, Chariots of the Gods and uh, and, you know, Jack Kirby was kind of into that stuff in, in the time period, that's that's what Eternals is all about. And don't be surprised when you start saying, well, why is this? Why is Angelina Jolie's character called uh, Athena? And why is this other character called Icarus and Cersei and uh, mm-hmm. Gilgamesh? It, this is where all of the myths are supposed to have come from is from the eternal. So they okay. all are, have different spellings of those historical mythological character names and cast wise. Hold on here. It's got, it's got a big, Johnny it's got a, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. John, not John snow, uh, Rob Stark. Oh, Richard Madden. Yeah. He's cool. Richard Madden. Okay. This mum. Oh, that's who it is. Oh, and Kit Harrington is in this. It says with Kit Harrington. <laughs> oh really okay. yeah at the bottom it has three widths one is with kit harrington with selma hayek and with angelina jolie so i assume they have smaller roles doing something in there mm-hmm. right <laughs> with kit and harrington. the rest yeah, and <laughs> the rest well i mean there's a lot of them uh there's a lot of them in in this so you're gonna probably focus on five or six and then you, mm. the rest will be there in group scenes well i'm excited because uh I really liked Nomadland. <laughs> so everything I everything I'm basing this on is mostly about director, oh, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. I want to see how she handles something like this. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I heard she used uh, real Eternals as uh, as, <laughs> as uh, stand-ins. And uh... oh, good, good. Yeah, she but she's known to do that, right? Like she has yeah, the real right, exactly. people, and so why as extras. Not? That's what I was looking for. She uses real Eternals as extras. Do they use a real bucket this time when the, one of the Eternals has yeah, to poop in a bucket? Angelina Jolie poops in a bucket. Great, perfect. So no wonder he, uh, Brad Pitt got out of there. All right, moving on. <laughs> Stephen, is always a pleasure. Uh, anything happening on the site this week? People should check uh, out. No, just an average week. We're wrapping up the week this. Uh, wrapping up the month this week but we do have a couple of podcasts people might want to check out uh you can find them all over at majorspoilers.com and in the meantime make sure everybody stays hydrated i got water right here man i'm good i got this big old look at this Mm, water Mm. although carter got that canned water it showed up today i was gonna uh, carter what is it called brain something uh, liquid death liquid death that's it yeah and i was gonna um i was gonna have one down here to show everybody and i forgot to do it because carter got them uh, Claire Gax says everyone thinks that Kit Harrington's a dick. Is that true? Oh, really? I thought he was nice. Isn't he nice? I hear he knows nothing, though. <laughs> he knew he knew so little she married him. Is he? Claire, how do you know these things? How do you know he's such a dick? I've talked... Because uh, he was in Ireland filming Game of Thrones. So there you go. That's a... Uh, well, that's true. Know. But, like, um, I interviewed uh, Hodor, and he didn't... He Christian Nairn didn't say... He was a Is dick. he the type who would who would say anything bad about anybody? Though? No, probably not. It's probably why they don't call him a dick. <laughs> yeah, but Claire is the type who would say something bad about somebody. Yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, not really. We we tease. Um, yes. All uh, right, that's it. Oh, uh, mashup. We got a mashup to play. Yeah. This is uh, good stuff here today, everybody. It's called uh, Constantine Trout Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that. So let's see. This is a fresh one. Yeah. <laughs> let's see how this goes. Uh, so enjoy. Yeah. Tonight we're doing Falcon. <laughs> Excuse me. Falcon. Winter. 
JK, I didn't have soldier. tape rolling there, so could somebody clip that, please? JK Grammar or somebody? <laughs> Joke, buddy. Joke, Mr. J. It was uh, Keenan Thompson and uh, Keegan, or I'm sorry, uh, Keen Peel. Oh, Keen yeah, Peel. Keegan, uh, Key Michael Keegan, or whatever. What's oh, his uh, full work, name? Work out your Kegels, that guy. Yeah, I work out your Kegels. <laughs> I have no idea. Is Bingo the name of the farmer or the dog? Think of that, because Bingo, because oh, it goes. I old knew McDonald's. a farmer had a dog, and Bingo was What's his, his name. Isn't it Old McDonald had a farm? And oh no, no. Wait. <laughs> I got my farmers mixed up. It's bingo, Scott. Yeah, I got it mixed up. When the nun brings her boobs out like a big pizza pie, that's Amori. That's all right. right. There's me getting my wiener out. Look at you guys. My wiener. It's my baby wiener. Look, baby wiener. Oh, great. Well, now I've shown the chat room my wiener for the first time. And if you think it looked big then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeff uh, Goldblum, not Bridges. Jeff. Dumb and Dumber Jeff. Oh, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff sta- uh, uh, True Grid, Jeff. Yes. Jeff. Oh, no, that's Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's no, Jeff Bridges. Jeff. Uh, you mean Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Daniels. Thank Daniels. you, Jeff Daniels. Pete's sake. Oh. I hear that uh, one of Pikachu's evolutions is a Stabachu. Oh, so. good. Finally. <laughs> Finally, his ultimate form, the Stabachu. And then his ultimate form is the Shootachu. Shootachu, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss, Francis McDormand, Cesare Ronan, Christoph Waltz. Yabor? How did you pronounce uh, Saoirse Ronan's Cer- uh, name? Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse. Rhymes with inertia. Did I say Cesare? I do that sometimes. I think you said Cesare. I think I do a yes. joke. I, it's, it started as a joke, and now I can't help it. <laughs> So if you're telling me I can have a creamy scramble, you can have a creamy scramble. That was my. Uh, it was only two years, but that was my stripper name in college. Was creamy scramble. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get into why. Creamy scramble. Yeah. <laughs> what was the dude who um, just got famously divorced and is already dating Dead Eye? What's her name? Oh yeah, uh, Olivia Munn. Yeah. What's uh, the, what's yes. That? Who is that? Uh, that is uh... Constantine Trout Bunker. <laughs> John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> Although Constantine Trout Bunker. <laughs> I don't know why. I still I couldn't tell you why that was a thing, but it was. It was a thing. Jamie, thank you very much. We have bonuses this week as well, and we'll get to those during the week. Uh, cool. Just a little hint here. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Mashups. We got one called. Uh, tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch origin. Ooh. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. And then we got, oh, apparently me playing uh, Resident Evil 8 and yelling oh, yeah. blue boobs. So that'll be fun. Blue boobs. Lo, uh, lo, 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 lo. Please oh, tell me you do some. Lo, 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 lo. <laughs> Not yet, actually. I don't think. Okay. We're, we're early. Right. So we only had two yeah. hours so far. Today we do our next uh, session. Uh, today it'll be at four. When, do, when am I doing it? Whenever it is today. That's a whenever four, it four is. We're doing it then, whenever it is. Yeah, whenever it is, that's happening then. So watch for that. Oh. Okay. I think that's everything. Yeah, it is. Except to say, patreon.com slash TMS needs your help. And it's toward the end of the month, so it's a perfect time to get in. Or the first of the month, whatever. Whatever you want to do. We're happy to have you, no matter how you come in there. Yeah. Patreon.com slash TMS. And if you're looking for anything else, why, by golly, it's on the website, frogpants.com slash TMS. Okay. I think we're done. Do you have anything okay. else? Okay, you got it all. Uh, I got nothing else for me. Yeah, okay. I think the uh, the finale of ANTP goes up on the free feed today. So if you've been following that, you'll find out who wins today. Excellent on America's Next Top Podcaster. And um, look at Carter yeah, brought me. And, look at this. 
Oh, she brought it down for you. Are you it, is it open? Are you it tasting looks, I'm it? I'm gonna. I'll go ahead and try it. Yeah, it's a. It's a. It, it's like and the it's size of a like a tall boy beer can, kind of. Is that the sparkling or the uh, mountain? Nope, that's just the regular mountain water. Yeah, drinking water from the Alps. It says. I don't know if that's true. Maybe. Okay. Um, let's give it a shot. Death to plastic. It says on the side and tells you how to yeah. how you go turn these in. Okay, so sounds like one of those. No, no yeah, fizz. Sure. So the water see. tall boy. Yeah, it's water. Yeah. <laughs> it's water in a much more recyclable form. So, well done. Yes. Thank you, Carter, wow. for bringing that Wow, all right, down. good. She ran that down here, I guess. Hey, let's get a request in here. This hey. one's going out to uh, Weston Wright. Yeah. He says, uh, he'd like this played, by the way, or, or uh, said with the Dear Martha uh, uh, theme. Oh, we can do that. Uh, hold on. Right here. He says the core is Dear Martha theme. I'd like to remind everybody. Oh, yeah. I think it started here. While John Jagger did perfect it yeah. and does it to uh amazing degree, it did start here. Yeah. On we, TMS. Give us some free, give us some credit where it's due yeah. is what we're asking. Yeah. All right. Here exactly. it is. Here it is for real. All right. My dearest gentlemen, today I bring to you the joys of a cross country journey. Friends, we shall soon embark on a trek taking us from the Great Falls of Niagara through the heartland of this great country and settling in the suburbs outskirts of the Mile High City. Yes, it's true. Soon we'll be the neighbors of the legendary Coverville master himself. The better half of me has taken a new role at a plant owned by a Mr. Smuckers, treating the world to his glorious, uncrustable sandwiches filled with peanut butter and jelly. This will be an adventurous move, of which three days will be in a wagon with two dogs and a four-year-old. Therefore, I must beg for a delightful jingle that will keep us in high spirits for this long road ahead. Yours in this life and the next, the right family. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, by the way, all this moving to Utah and Denver and Texas and everything that's going on right now, yeah. it's like this massive uh, move from California from everybody's making. Yeah. It has made... So the house just four doors down from me, same mm-hmm. floor plan as us, same size, same everything. Yep. They paid right around what we paid for when it was new. They paid three hundred grand. They just oh, sold wow. two days ago. They just sold this house for eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars. It is a buyer's market right now. It is like if you're selling a house, boy, good good for you. But if you're having to buy a house, yeah, it's bad. It's tough. It's so expensive. Like, and I guess if you're in California, that's nothing for. You know, three thousand square feet, or no? What are we? Twenty six, whatever we are. But that house just five years ago, three hundred grand. Today, mm-hmm. eight ninety, mm-hmm. eight ninety. Yeah, I think we're heading toward a bubble. Oh, I'm sorry, seller. I said, I said, buyers market. It is a seller's market, is what I mean. It's oh yeah, I, I thought that's what you said. You said the other that's way. That's what oh. I said too. But it's a seller's market. I knew so much about what you meant that it sounded the same to me. <laughs> you, you translated in your head. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, he wants a, a cover of uh, a song that maybe has to do with road trips or Colorado. Let's get to this one right here. I was thinking either um, uh, Rocky Mountain High or Rocky Mountain Way. Decided to go with Rocky Mountain Way. Uh, Godsmack from oh, his gosh. from their live and inspired album from 2012. This is their cover of Joe Walsh's. Rocky Mountain Way. I had no idea they did one. All right, here it is. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.